We're going to talk today about the halachas that have to do with severance. Severance is in Hebrew, usually translated as hanaka, which is a pasuk that's mentioned in the Torah. In Sefer Devarim, chapter 15, pasuk uh, for uh, Yudalid, hanik tanik lo, which is generally giving a severance gift to someone who is working for you. Our learning will be Le'ile Nishmas Harav David Ben Yehuda Dov Shochet. He passed away the 19th of Shvat. He was a very tremendous Talmud Chacham. Um, I had a bit of a connection with him. I did receive Yad and Yad from him many years before. I used to ask him many times questions. And also I'd like to share something that he, um, something that he wrote on the topic of um, severance and Hanaka. Okay. So we're going to um, start off with first with the Pesukim, so the Pasuk, or two that discusses on this is in uh, Sefer Dvarim, as we said, in chapter uh, 15. It's in Parshish Re'eh, and it's talking about when you have, let's say, uh, Eved Ivri, or Nam Ivri, so you send them forth, and don't send them Reikam, Altish Lechenu Reikam, don't send them empty-handed, Hanek Tanik Lo, you shall uh, give them gifts, right? You should give them from your uh, flock and from your threshing floor. And then it says, from your wine vat. And the Pasuk goes on to say, from, from the uh, blessings that you had received from Hashem, you should give, from him, give to, give to the, uh, the, the slave, that, the Jewish slave that concludes their service with you. So the Chinuch in uh, Mitzvah 482 of course, the Chinuch just gives goes through the mitzvahs, and he also brings usually some a a, a a message, a lesson that we can take out from each mitzvah. So in the mitzvah forty two, he explains that the underlying idea behind the mitzvah of this of this mitzvah of Hanukkah um, severance is to implant in the employer good attributes and to show proper respect and kindness to his workers. That is to pay the workers a bonus in addition to the normal. Payment while the employee was working. And the Chinuch concludes that although, according to the strict letter of the law, halacha and, and the Talmud, this mitzvah is only enforced when the Yoival, the Jubilee year, was in effect, nonetheless, a wise person should take, effect, uh, take a lesson from this and indeed pay a Jewish worker severance, meaning any Jewish worker, not necessarily a slave, an Evadivri in those times, but even any worker, uh, when he finishes working with him, should pay severance when he leaves, whether the worker worked for a long or short period of time. Not clear exactly from the chinuch directly of how much is a shorter period of time. I mean, let's say you hired someone to do a day job or something, that's not a lot of work, but uh, we'll, assume, we'll leave it that it, it, it's not clear exactly how much is a short amount of time of work, but certainly what the chinuch is telling us is that if you have a, a Jewish worker that worked for you for definitely for a significant amount of time, and uh, now the job is done. You know, the, you, you, you say whatever amount of time he's been working for you, he's finished, he or she. So you should give them a gift because it's just the right thing to do. It's like a form of uh, showing proper respect and kindness to the workers, as he says. And also the Chinuch uh, also mentions in, in a different place, he also um, talks a bit about the Mitzvah of Hanukkah, Mitzvah 450 as well. You'll find a little bit more he, he mentions there. There is in the Sefer, well, the Rambam, he has a commentator called the Mishnah Lamelech. So in Hilchas Avadim, on Halacha, um, Perek Gimel, uh, Halacha Yadad, the Mishnah Lamelech there 
has a whole chakira. He examines this mitzvah severance. Is it because of a form of tzedaka? Is it that when you should give the worker, when he finishes working with you, is it because it's a form of charity? Or is it that it's like actually really a part of the sechar, a part of the actual payment? So that, that is a discussion. There are practical differences between those two, uh, whether it's this way or that. And the shach, the uh, Rav Shavsi Cohen, commentator on, of course, on the Choshim Mishpat and other parts of the Shochanach. So he, he, he holds that the mitzvah of Hanaka, right, when, you, when they give it to the hired worker, uh, at least in the times of the Beis Migdush, I'm, I'm sorry, in the times of when the Yovel was, was a Rav, so it was, he, he holds it's mainly, he goes with the approach that it's a form of tzedakah. Some poskim, however, write that can you really enforce? The question, of course, would be can we enforce this mitzvah on, on our workers, on, on our employers? So some, some poskim, they say that to enforce severance depends on the local custom. It depends on what's, what is the minhag. In fact, the minchas yitzhak, one of a more of a contemporary posik. Uh, Yitzhak Weiss, who, who later would later would end up being uh, the gaivet of, of the Eidah Haredis, in uh, volume 6, Simon 167, he writes that in Eretz Yisrael, giving Hanaka or severance, different words, people call it pitsuyim, or uh, different types of wordings you can give for it, but the idea of uh, somebody finished working after a certain amount of time um, is an accepted minhag, it's a custom, in Eretzisol, and is therefore a complete obligation. Because in theory, we, we have a rule that whenever a person engages in, um, in, in business, commerce, and there wasn't complete specific uh, de- um, you know, details discussed in every, every detail of, of, of how the, the work will, the, the conditions of the work, we, we then have to auto- automatically apply, well, they worked on the custom of the place. Uh, whatever the place, the customs there, that's automatically what was assumed will be what they are accepting, even if they didn't explicitly state it. So that's why the Minchas uh, Yitzhak writes that in Eretz Yisrael, it's so common and understood that you give Hanaka, you give uh, severance, and therefore it becomes as a form of an obligation. He says that in the diaspora, in the in, in, in Chutzarts, uh, again, it could depend where in Chutzarts, obviously, as we're going to see, but severance should be given based on the verse, and you shall, you know, do what is tova uh, yashar, like it says in Sefer Devar in Perak Vav Pasuk You should just, you should do the right thing. It's a good thing to do it. It's, it's self understood that a person he finished working, he or she finished working, and now the work is done. So it makes sense that you know, as long as the business or or, or the 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 moisid is continuing, the organization is continuing, the business is continuing, and the worker is not, not because necessarily there was fired for anything, it makes sense that you should, you know, be nice and generous as the Khinakh says. And um, if you want to see more on this topic, look in say for Pischoshin from Rabloi, Hilchiris, uh, chapter ten, Sif uh, twelve, in footnote thirty six. So now, um, even if an employer was not fully satisfied with the Jewish employee, employee's work, nonetheless, severance should still be given since it is at least in a form of tzedakah. And, you know, we don't always, tzedakah, we don't have to, you know, scrutinize to the highest level. Listen, tzedakah is a mitzvah by itself. And basically, if you go like the shach and like many opinions, look, it's a form of tzedakah and it's, it's a nice and it's the right thing to do. 
And of course, there's a, there's a Sicha from the Rebbe, and it's an edited Sicha in Lekutzi Sichas, volume 19, page 153. He, uh, the Rebbe goes at this topic at length, and that's more or less the Rebbe's view that it's a form of tzedakah. So even if you're, you're like, well, you know, he was okay, he or she was an okay worker, you know, and they finished. I'm not, not the best worker I ever had. They didn't do, like, problems. No, no, no excuses. You should try, you should do it as a form of tzedakah. Now, what, is there any exclusions from receiving severance? So, there can be. When an employee leaves the job prematurely by his or her own will, there's no mitzvah to give severance. Because look, in the Torah, when we're reading the Parshish Re'eh, the, the, the Pasuk is talking about, you're going to send forth it. You know, they finish their, their term. What if they said, listen, uh, yeah, we're planning to work more, but I just decided I want to go to a new job or something. So you don't have any, you know, obligation or, or, or theoretically even a mitzvah to give them um, if they choose to leave for their own, you know, interests. This is derived from the law that like we, and, and it's really also derived from the law that when a slave flees or redeems himself or her, so they're not granted the mitzvah of Hanaka of severance. So therefore, it also um, it is all based on the Gemara Kedushin 16b and the Rambam Hilchas Avadim in chapter 3 over there, it's discussed. So, 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 so too as well, a person um, wants to leave on their own for whatever their reasons. They don't really, they don't necessarily are entitled. We won't say they're not entitled to severance. How much, is, how much you pay? So severance should be adjusted based on the amount of the time the employer, uh, employee worked for the employer. That's, it, it, it makes sense if a person worked for a long, long time, of course it would make sense that they should um, be paid more than someone who only worked for a shorter uh, duration of time. Again, this you can find in Lukutsi Sichas, uh, the Rebbe more or less um, quotes, a, a, uh, discusses that. And I'm going to try to give you a psak. Um, from some of the contemporary posts and how they, how they try to break it down. So there is a, also another, um, uh, certainly if the employee uh, brought great results to the employer, so like the Pusk says, according to the blessing, one should compensate, you know, you should, you should um, appreciate that. It's a, the Gemara Kedusha mentions that, so if the person brought a lot of success to the Mosid, to the institution, to the business, of course it should be even also considered as well. Now, there is a general standard practice, which, um, which, which, which I've seen by many. I, I've heard this uh, by many Bate Din in New York. And also, um, as I said, you know, we're learning Lili Nishmas or David Shachat. So from, he, was a, he, he, he ran a, in a base din in, in Toronto. So this is a, more or less what he, what he wrote. I, I saw a letter that he wrote on this topic that he says as follows. Number one. If a person works in Kodesh, if a person works in a job, which as the Rabbi Shochet defines, I'm not saying that everyone maybe defines it this way, but it, it makes a lot of sense. That it's a job that only a Jew can perform. Okay? Um, you can't have a guy do this job. So, so you can't have a guy teaching, uh, 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 in teaching uh, Kodesh classes, for example. You can't teach Judaic studies from, from a guy. Mashkir uh, Kashris, for example. You can't have a guy do that. Maybe uh, uh, giving shiurim, shamish, uh, in a shul, whatever it is, something where uh, uh, maybe someone, whatever, upkeeping a mikvah, whatever it is, a job that only, uh, well, certain, you know, the mashkicha or whatever, of the, the mikvah or, or mashkicha. So, so those, those types of positions, 
That's it's called clay kodesh, right? Only a Jew can really do them. So therefore, the set amount is one month per year. Let's say they work for five years. So uh, the, the rule is that they should get five, five uh, months of pay. However, when the job is able to be performed by either a yid or, or a goy, right? a goy is also able to do the job. It just happens to be they're hiring a Jew. So then severance follows the custom of the land, which is generally a week every year. I, again, maybe, maybe in some places there is some sort of established uh, rules in, in whatever part of the world, but generally from the little that I've looked into it, it seems that not every place has any obligation and even places, secular law even, and, and even in places where secular law might, might mention something, they, they generally talk about a week per, per year. So, uh, so I'm going to give some more rulings that, uh, that Rav David Shocha wrote on this topic. Um, severance only applies when the employer is getting rid of the employee and not the opposite that the employee chooses to leave. And that's, that's what we mentioned also before. Severance only applies when the employee still would want to work if it was up to them. If they're like, oh, I really want to finish the job, you know, or I'm saying I, I want to leave anyways. So you definitely can't enforce uh, Hanukkah or severance or the like. Again, if the person still will give them, if the employer will give them, very nice, good, good. But to say that it's really should be done, it does not have to be done if they really on their own want to leave and they, and they made that decision. And again, Rav Shach had said that in, in, in I guess, in Toronto or so, in his, in, in, you know, his based and this was the way that customs were done. Does that obligate other places? Not necessarily. As we said, that Minchas Yitzhak writes that, you know, each place, you have to see what the local custom is. But I have seen that in many places, the idea of one month per year is a pretty much standard custom that you give teachers, rabbis, or, or the like, or people that work in Kodesh. It's, it's pretty common. Now, the Rav Shochet said another, uh, wrote another interesting thing. He says, if the institution is shutting down, and they're literally going, I guess you could sell bankrupt or something like that, they don't need to provide severance to its employees, albeit it must pay, obviously, the salaries that it owes, it can't get out of that. Now, he also wrote that an educator, a teacher, for the first two years is considered only like a trial period. Thus, for those years, there is no uh, severance that would be set aside for them if they were to leave in the first two years, again, not based on their choice. If, however, the teacher continues more than two years, then those two years are also included in the calculation of a severance entitlement. So if they work for 10 years, so those two years will count. But if they only, you know, were, they left within the first two years because they weren't really doing a good job in teaching, so they don't, they're not entitled to any uh, Hanukkah or severance or the like. Because as he explains it, the first two years is more of a trial period to see if the person is really fit to be an educator. And then he concludes in this letter, by way of good advice, each, uh, he didn't write this in English, he wrote in Hebrew, but more or less my uh, translation, as is all the sources that I've been quoting. By way of good advice, each employer should see, see aside that a yearly amount of uh, severance for their employers should be more or less put in place so that when the time comes, the work will be properly taken care of without any possible unnecessary disputes. Maybe they'll say, well, we didn't really have money for them, so why should we give them? Uh, maybe it was their fault that they, you know, <laughs> we'll find a reason why we don't want to pay them severance, you know, and that would be really unfortunate to, to come to that. So he's saying, you know, a person should be wise and understand that uh, these should be set aside. So I think that's a very important lesson that we should take out from this to appreciate people who work with us and help us 
And uh, and Bezrat Hashem, when we're careful, we we um, you know hakar satov to those who who help us, and we help them. Hashem, of course, gives us more blessings, and of course, his neshama should have an aliyah.